me, me. Psych. <laughs> Let's get into it. Ladies, do you remember that nigga who gave you your first orgasm? Exactly. You would never forget that shit. <laughs> So, is it okay if I start off with a quick story time? It is? Okay. So, my ex dated him for about eight years. Um, I We ran into each other a lot for about a year. I never said anything to him. He never said anything to me. Um, I It just, it was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever experienced in my life. I probably won't ever have that happen again, but it was, it was weird. Like, to keep running into someone who you found highly attractive was, was... A little crazy um if you know me i'm i i am not really phased by you know you beautiful men out there you know because i feel like we're all beautiful so i don't really i'm not the girl that you know really pays attention to what everyone else is paying attention to if i vibe with you however then yeah i'll i'll the attraction will grow but this man didn't know him at all but it was it i don't know he he was he was everything he was everything um so fast forward, I see him um, after a year, after a whole year of seeing him, not, you know, speaking to each other, making eye contact, but not speaking. And of course, at that time, at that point, I was thinking, I'm just not his type, whatever, but he sure is something good to look at. <laughs> so I walk into a piece of shop or a piece of joint, as they say in New York, and um, I didn't even know he was in there. And I order my food or whatever, and I have a seat. So, um, I'm waiting for them to, you know, bring my food to my table, whatever. And I look over and, um, across the restaurant, it was a small little joint. I see him. He doesn't, he doesn't see me cause his back is turned. So I'm like, I am, I don't know what happened. I don't know what came over me, but if you know me, I am the most awkward and shy individual ever. When I dig into this topic, I'm going to say some shit that you probably would be like, no, you're fucking not. Yes, I am. When you first meet me, I am in my head. I've always been like that. You can ask my mom. It was so bad when I was little to the point where, you know, I've had teachers when I was in elementary school call my mom and be like, is everything okay at home? You know, and I get it. They were probably concerned because I wasn't that hyperactive kid. I've always been I guess they call it today, like, just in my head. I don't know why, but I just was. So, you know, I, I guess you would call it um, social. I had social anxiety, you know. I still kind of do, but I'm more out of my shell, you know, at this point. And everyone that knows me knows, you know, they're probably like, oh, that girl's so crazy, whatever. But I still have my moments. Anyway, I don't know. But back then, I was still, I wasn't fully out of my shell like I am today. So, I was like, well, not I was like. I don't know what came over me, but I was like, I am talking to him today. I just, he was literally, and it's crazy because I've had, you know, people call me um, an enigma, okay? A person who's very mysterious, like you want to know more, you you can't figure them out. And, you know, and I, I've gotten that twice. And, you know, they were by men that, you know, were interested in stuff. It's like, what is it with you? Like, you know, and I'm not like secretive. I'm not a spot, you know, but I, I do come across, I can come across like that because I guess I'm a very private person. I get it. So I perceived him as such as well. Like, I got to know him. I just got to know him. So I, I don't know what came over me, but I literally got up from my table with my plate 
And I walked over to him and I said, is anyone sitting here? And he said, no, have a seat. You guys, the next thing he said to me, it was so it, it was so shocking. I didn't expect it, but I loved it. This man proceeded to tell me, I've been trying to talk to you for so long. And then he follows that up with, but every time I used to see you, you would always have your head down. And that right there, I was like, in my mind, I was like, I believe him. I believe that he was, he's been trying to talk to me because it was crazy. I didn't know him. He didn't know me. And what did I say a few seconds ago? I've always been awkward. I've always been shy. I used to what? always hold my head down and he literally took something that I guess was unconscious and brought it to my frontal lobe which is your conscious mind and I was like wow so and it's so isn't it crazy how we we it, it's symbolic for the truth as we you know go about our day to day we have unconscious behaviors we have unconscious ways of thinking and we're not even aware of it. So that was just so dope that like, I didn't even realize that I was not conscious that I was doing that. But he saw it. That was his perception. That was what he observed. That's what he saw. So fast forward some more because I don't want to make this too long. So we, we date. We start dating, whatever. And I was younger. So that was when I was still, you know, listening to chatter again, society or, you know, women in this case, um, as it pertains to what I'm about to say. And, you know, I was listening to, you know, people say, you know, girl, if a, per if a man's hands are big, he got a big dick. If it's a man's hands, I mean, feet are big, he got a big dick. So I was like, all right, you know, because so, he was six, five you know, muscular. So, you know, being naive, I was like, mm, I know when I get this, you know, he, mm, you know, all of that in my head, right? Fast forward some more. We're now dating. Now, now's the time, you know, you, you get to the point where now it's time to, to be intimate. Y'all, why when I look down, right? <laughs> so I look down and my whole my facial expression, if it had a sound, it would have been, mm hmm <laughs> Let me tell you something. This was a man that I had obsessed over at this point. I had told myself that that was Bay. I had talked about him all the time to a friend and to my sister, who, in my opinion, is a dick condosaur. Okay? And, I'm a, and that's going to make sense in a minute. So... I expressed this to my sister, you know, and, you know, we're, we were at the time, like, very, you know, open with each other. The Dick Condosaur sister. So, um, <laughs> you'll see why. So, I say to her, I said, girl, I was so disappointed. She said, why? I said, you know, finally, you know, the time came or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I said, girl, his, it just... His, it just, it looked like, you know, someone cut his real dick off and, you know, swapped it with a midget dick. And she was like, what do you mean? I said, girl, it just, it didn't look right. It didn't look like it was his. I, I felt, I felt catfished. I said, what's the rest of it? You know, and she was just laughing and laughing. And I was like, but also, it looked a little handicapped. And she said, what do you mean? I said, it was kind of crooked. And she was like, what, you mean curved? Oh, no. She said, uh-uh, baby, you done looked up. I said, what are you talking about? I, look up. I, said, I just told you that he has a midget dick. And, you know, it's, it's, it looks like it has a crook in its neck. And she's like, no, baby girl, baby girl, that is what you want. I said, okay. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you two things, right? Not only was she right, <laughs> I repeat, 
not only was she right, but I had a very special surprise many moons or many months later, about six months later. Let me, and I'm going to get to what else happened that just blew my socks off. So, um, yeah, again, she was right. And uh, my perception of his, what I call a handicap dick, was it just was not handicapped anymore. And if it was, it was a strong handicap dick that got a job done. So anyway, um, fast forward, you know, about four to five months later, where, you know, the butterflies or the chemistry or the passion or whatever you want to call it, I guess it started to fizzle. And now you're in a relationship and, you know, the problems always start or whatever. So we were in his truck and we, had, we were having an argument. Um... I don't know how we got in the back. I don't know. We made our way in the back. And the next thing you know, some things started to happen. And I'll just say this, right? No, fuck that shit. We wrong. I am not someone who, and my lady's going to be like, what? What the fuck you mean, girl? I don't like head. Now, fellas, I'm not saying performing it on you, okay? Or future bae, because I'm only talking to my future bae. I am um, 100% on board with pleasing my man, pleasing him down there. I do not like oral sex performed on me. I know, ladies, you're like, what are you talking about, girl? You know what you're missing. I don't like it. I never have, li- I've never liked it. Um, it's not my thing. It's just, it's just fucking weird to me to be laying on my back again. This, this is me, okay? So don't judge me. This is me. Because I don't judge you guys for your nasty shit you like. So it's just weird for me to be laying on my back and either A, looking up in the ceiling, you know, with my hands, you know, you know, in a, in, in a, in a stance where it looks like I'm about to pray. I don't know what to do with my hands, you know, and then, or, you know, on my back and I'm making eye contact with someone who's putting their mouth on where I use the bathroom. I just can't, and I've never been able to get with that, so it's never, ever, ever, ever been my thing. And let me tell you something, and it wasn't because, you know, my ex or my son's father didn't know what they were doing. They absolutely did, but it's just... I, it's just it's not my thing so let me say something future bae or future husband um i probably will never ask you for that and if it is done i can guarantee you that i didn't ask for because it's just not my thing but again future bae i'm all on board with pleasing you it's not you know i'm not gonna just because i don't like it doesn't mean you ain't gonna get it because then you know i'm gonna always make you feel like you got one but anyway (laughs) so we're doing that <laughs> in the truck and uh how do i say this something happened to my vocal cords and i started to sound like a dead squirrel and my body started to perform as if it was having a seizure and um yeah i had reached a climax and that was the moment that i had my first orgasm let me take it let me let me take a sip of this tea real quick. Just thinking about it. So, um, <laughs> so I want to say the next day, I was just like, what the fuck was that? I want to do it again. But uh, I was like, what the fuck was that? And why haven't I ever had that before? I felt robbed. I felt robbed. I felt catfished because I feel as though I prayed every day. I used to go to church. I was a good person. I, I, you know, I was all of these things. I was a disciple. And I feel as though why wasn't I blessed to have such an amazing experience? You know, I just, I just didn't get it. I just didn't get it. I thought it was wrong. I questioned God. You know, I just didn't get it. And then, you know, I, I, uh, I uh, became an addict. So anyway, <laughs> but an addict with my man though, just my man. All right. So 
I want to ask you guys, and, you know, I hope I get some feedback and stuff like that. Have you ever, you know, had that, right? Or just had good sex with it? Do you have that ex who gave you the most, I mean, consistently, the most amazing sex? That ex who, it was almost a guarantee that he was going to make you climax like no other. Do you, are you in a relationship now where... You not often because you shouldn't be thinking about your ex often, but you know every now and then you think about that guy. You think or, or or fellas, I'm sorry, or fellas. Do you do you think about that girl who gave the most amazing head? She did it with no hands and all this other stuff. Like, does that happen to you guys? Um, I can't say that it has happened to me. I guess yet. I I don't know because after him, um. I haven't dated anyone else. I haven't. I've been single for a few years now, so I I don't I don't know. So I'm just curious because since it hasn't happened for me, it's like I wonder. Like you know, once I meet someone and now you know we're sexually active and stuff like that, am I ever gonna have a thought like, okay, that was good, but it wasn't it wasn't that experience I had. You know, like <laughs> I mean, I hope not because it's like that person is no longer in your life for whatever reason, and you know your focus should be on that person. So I guess the real question I'm asking is, how important is it for you to be with someone who can make you reach that ultimate climax? Because you can have chemistry with someone and have, you know, great sex. You know, you're you're into it or whatever. You know, there's passion, there's chemistry, but never really reach that climax, that ultimate climax, that climax that you will never forget. How important, I guess I'm asking, is it to you? Is it important? Is it not important? Is it, you know, I'm curious to know. Hey, you, what you want? <laughs> Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at underscore the renewal for all your latest updates and notifications. Talk to you later. Mwah.